Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Hey, produce people. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Today is May 22nd, 2023, and we just returned back from the West Coast Produce Expo in Palm Desert, California. Were you there? How was the show for you? Were you an attendee, an exhibitor, or just all around being a networking fool, talking and engaging with the produce community? Now, a couple announcements before we get started today. Listen, I want to thank everybody who came up to me at the show, introduced themselves, told me that they followed, subscribed, listened. And just overall, thank you for advocating for the industry. Heck, I do it for all of you. I do it for the produce and supply chain industry. And because of this, we've had so much interest in the show. We are going to be bringing new episodes to the show, new excitement from the international market, what's fresh and in the field, what's on the horizon, and the everyday hustle and bustle of the produce and supply chain industry. I will also be heading to new shows this year that I have not been before. And also next year, we are planning on more international shows, everyone. What brings the produce industry full circle? We're going to find out from international growers, international retailers, and then even exporters that bring citrus and other fruits into the United States. And to kick this week off, we are going to talk all things West Coast Produce Expo. We're going to talk about the farm tours. We're going to talk about the show. We're going to talk about the education. And we are going to talk all things about how to survive in the desert at the West Coast Produce Expo. And then we're going to hear from about six different exhibitors at the show. So as I say, let's get this episode started. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back, everyone, to the Produce Industry Podcast. Listen, it's Monday morning. That's right. The podcast is not released yet uh, because I just got home. And I'll be real with you. I was enjoying the West Coast Produce Expo and not trying to cram in everything into a weekend and not getting what I wanted out of this podcast. So I waited until I got home. And now it's it's the morning time. It's uh, it's just before uh, noon uh, Eastern Standard Time. And what am I doing? Well, what I always do, I grab a banana and a cup of coffee. Uh, So you're going to hear me munching this morning. I also have some oatmeal uh, with blueberries with a little bit of sprinkled brown sugar on it as well. While my daughter Lily is laying on the couch sick today. So a couple things going on when I get home. And listen, we're all produce and supply chain people here. We all have families. Maybe some of us don't. uh, But we understand the complexity of people. You're right. Like just a little person in my house is sick. My daughter, right? So I have to now step up and elevate myself for her and for my business to make sure we get things done. So today we are going to talk all things West Coast Produce Expo. And like I said, while I'm munching on a banana, some oatmeal and some blueberries. So if you were at the West Coast Produce Expo, which, which was an amazing time. I can tell you, uh, I thought about not going this year and then I changed my mind and we were there. And what I loved about it uh, was I I did not golf and did not play pickleball this year. And you're probably wondering, wait a minute, how was that better? Well, it was better because I got to manage my time a little bit differently. Normally that golf course, you could spend a good six, seven hours out there sometimes. And and it can be brutal. I mean, listen, in Palm Desert or in Florida or any of these states uh, during these months, it can be brutal. 
So we went ahead and went on the farm tours, which I think were amazing. Now, I am being a little biased because we hosted the Golden Star Citrus farm tour, which was stop number one, everyone. That's right. If you were on the tour, you got to see the Gless Ranch Nursery um, with Golden Star Citrus. You got to go through this huge, like, blow-up nursery with wind turbines, like a bounce house. Think about it. Those bounce houses have no frames. It's more of a structure. That's how this nursery was. Over 46,000 trees can fit in each nursery. There were 10 little, uh, I would say, pop-up nurseries, along with more on the uh, the property. Uh, but it was amazing. And uh, we got to go through it. We had the Citricasa Citrus America juicer set up in the field. So we were juicing Valencias, some gold nuggets, uh, having a great time. And, and it was amazing. We got to spend time with wholesalers, retailers, uh, marketers, growers, packers, shippers, all around just a, a great experience and just being able to be with our community was one of the best things I can say. And, and then we went on to uh, stop two, uh, which was North Shore Living. We got to see some living greens and herbs, how they're packed, how they're processed, and what they do, obviously, uh, with microgreens, with broccolini, uh, with all these indoor salads that are coming to the table no pun intended. Uh, we got to see how that process went. And uh, again, uh, pretty cool. Being in Palm Desert, it, it did start to get hot. So as we went through some of the facilities, the cold storages is what we looked forward to, right? That's why I talked about it being really brutal earlier on the golf course. So uh, being able to see North Shore Living, being able to communicate with their team uh, was pretty, pretty fun and got to learn some of the story of how they got started. And then the next stop, uh, last stop, was Ocean Mist. Now, uh, I was thinking artichokes all day, right? Uh, and then it was a cool, cool, literally cool, because we were in the cold storage, uh, cool building. It was a cool environment to bring, bring in. How they actually wet and ice the corn and the veg in the boxes uh, was actually a, an amazing process. I can't tell you I fully understood it, but I, if I saw it a few times, was able to talk to them, it is a cool process. Again, when this water goes in, it ends up freezing it into ice chunks. And then, like I said, all your boxes, they're a different type of material. If you know the material of these boxes um, that they put the ice in, I'd love to know. I forgot it. They told us on the tour, but that's how the cardboard uh, doesn't break down. They use you know real cardboard or <laughs> real cardboard, fake cardboard there is, right? Uh, they use a different type of material uh, for these boxes, which I think was very interesting and uh, obviously something new that I got to learn. So I'm looking forward to having some more conversation with Ocean Mist uh, on what they do, what their process is. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, again, the farm tour consisted of Golden Star Citrus, North Shore Living, and then Ocean Mist, which concluded a day of about five to six hours, obviously the same as the golf tournament. Uh, but but everyone, we got to go in those cold storages. And I'm telling you, when you get in those cold storages, mm, 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 it's like eating fresh fruits and vegetables because you go from 100 degrees to 60 and you're like, ah, mm, that, that, that feels good. That feels good, everyone. So that's where we, that's where we started uh, th that day. Now, I will tell you, I, I did not, ready? I did not join this uh, sustainable uh, produce conference that happened on Thursday. So I do not have an update on that, everyone. I did not get in until Thursday. That's why I jumped right to Friday. Uh, but I didn't even Friday. We were able to go out with a few guys afterwards. Uh, In-N-Out Burger was the choice for lunch. Uh, there are some people from the Midwest and the East that do not get In-N-Out Burger. So I was able to take them for a good In-N-Out grilled onions, Thousand Island, special sauce, and not even that 
let's just say a nice chocolate shake afterwards. So yeah, it was a cool experience. And again, it's about creating relationships, having fun uh, within the produce and supply chain industry. And uh, that was it, man. The reception turned out amazing as well. As I always say, uh, last year was Yellowstone. And I completely missed that. Uh, this year, the reception was just as packed as last year. Even though we got to start to think everyone, like you, you go into dinner on Friday nights really doesn't do justice for the reception because I can tell you that a lot of people were at the reception, but I was texting a lot of people and they were saying they were out to dinner. They wouldn't be there till later, you know, in the evening. Well, it ends at a certain time, everyone. So why plan dinner on Friday? I mean, at least maybe plan some appetizers or drinks and head over to the reception. But I get it, right? Everybody's got their own agenda. But if you're here to network and, and get with the community, then I would say, you know, probably skip dinner, come to the reception and do what we did is we went out to eat afterwards uh, on Friday, right? Or we snacked at the reception and then went and got something to eat. I know it's a little difficult for people that don't know how to change their schedules. And they're like, oh, no, I have to eat dinner. Uh, but these are ways that you can you can work around that. And I think that that's part of the process uh, when you're coming to these shows. I mean, heck, look, I only had a trade show only pass at CPMA. And I told you how I made the best possible, I would say, uh, trip out of that. And even this trip, I mean, just to go back a couple of days on Wednesday, uh, I flew into Los Angeles. I went to Melissa's Produce and then we did store tours, uh, pavilions, Gelson's, Bristol Farms, Superior Grocers. I mean, we hit up a lot. So, I mean, if you're just flying into the show, you're just going to party Good luck. I mean, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it, but good luck. And then we also were down by the pool. We had we had a Blair Butterworth had her little cabana party. Mike Fernandez had a little cabana party. So we were able to network and have fun at the cabanas uh, Friday and and Thursday as well when when we got in. As you can tell, I'm kind of jumping jumping around. Uh, but that's what it's about. It's about networking. It's about community. And it's about growing and building our industry together uh, through this community. Everyone. And moving into Saturday. Now, Saturday was a jam-packed day. I even posted that on my LinkedIn. I said, get ready for a jam-packed day as I was sitting in the villas having a cup of coffee overlooking the golf course, which was absolutely stunning. You know, last year I stayed at the JW uh, right right overlooking the bar on like the fourth or fifth floor. And it was great, right? Really loud. But the villas, man, it definitely gives you some tranquility out there, you know, to get your day started. It, it was different. But I wasn't mad at being over there. It was actually pretty cool. Just the the botherness of you know having to drive over and then bring all your bags and everything. That was that was it. But it was a it was amazing over there. So I got to do that before the day started. Now educational sessions started at nine thirty. They had the inside track where CEA is headed. Uh, that was very interesting. Uh, one of my friends was on that panelist, Molly Tabern of Robinson Fresh. Known Molly for a lot of years. She did a great job. Uh, and, and again, CEA is a is a big topic, and it's constantly being a uh, I would say a new item introduced. There's a lot of farms growing everywhere. A lot of customers, wholesalers, trying to figure out how to integrate that into their strategy. Uh, I actually hosted a panel at the National Grocers Association in February on CEA uh, with UNFI and Aero Farms. And, and I can tell you, it's the talk of the town, everyone. And then moving into the next educational session was Safe and Sound, a food safety and traceability discussion. So as the fresh produce industry prepares for the FDA's Food Safety Modernization Act final rule in session, you know, stakeholders across the supply chain talk about 
latest technology, data, and best practices. Now, our fancy sponsor, uh, Ag Tools, Martha Montoya, spoke about data and the future of data using widgets and using all of the environment to be able to plan and forecast. Uh, along with my b- good buddy, uh, Raj, from Tive, uh, you had Jennifer Gonzalez of Northgate, and then you had Kevin Books of Procurant, and uh, Liz Sertle of uh, GS1. So a lot of good information was being uh, thrown out there about the future and what is going to be happening with data and best practices for the future. And as always, everybody knows and should know that education is key to all of our success. I told some of this the other day and they laughed at me and they're like, oh my God, I think I'm old. But I said to them, I said, the day you stop learning is the day you grow old. And she did. She said to me, she goes, oh my gosh, I'm old. Patrick, I'm old. And I said, well, I said, you said it, not me. Uh, We need to learn and engage uh, to keep our brain obviously young, right? So we don't get stagnant, uh, that we don't all of a sudden get complacent and think that what happened in 1970 is still the way to do things. That's right, boomers. I'm talking about you. Uh, The same thing with Gen X. We think that the 80s and 90s was the boom and then we keep thinking that's what we do to 2000s. Everyone, if you're trying to sell produce like you did in 1970s, 80s, 90s, or even the 2000s, you're doing it all wrong. And it's a dying breed. I always say like the broker model, uh, that model will soon change in the future. As relationships die off and new relationships happen, those brokerage models will go away. Now, new brokerage models will start because people will leave their organization and be able to create value for other people, but make it in a way of 2023, right? Create relationships, create value, have the best in class service, and overall, be a good person, right? So as we keep moving through, uh, I was at the Golden Star Citrus booth, booth 908. I was there all day. We've got some interviews that we're going to share with you too with a few people that you're going to love. Uh, I was able to try some apricots. I was able to try some dates. Uh, I even had some fresh orange juice. Uh, onions, green onions were on the table. Just a lot of fun stuff that we're going to talk about. Now, uh, the Golden Star Citrus booth was in the foyer. We did that because we had a tandem booth that had the podcast in it. Golden Star Citrus powered the podcast for this segment at the West Coast Produce Expo. And uh, <laughs> lunch started at 11.30 after Steve Young got out. We got to go back to that. Steve Young did a did a banger job on uh, talking about his nonprofit, how he raised money, uh, challenging and diversity. And, you know, again, being a good person. That's one thing I, I get when you get a good person speaking and you understand that, right? You really do feel it and you feel their passion and, and you get touched emotionally. So when that got let out, lunchtime was served in the foyer area. It wasn't in the back, uh, the back room this time. It was in the foyer. Well, our booth was in the foyer. So as uh, the Golden Star team was getting set out, we had Caitlin, Miranda, Albert, Eric, all getting ready. We're putting out juice. We're like, okay, when 12 o'clock comes, we're going to be handing juice out left and right to everybody that gets into the entrance. Well, <laughs> boy, oh boy, did we, uh, we, we were wrong. We, we thought differently. 1130 hit. All there is was sodas and a little bit of water. Nobody knew where the drinks were because they were all the way at the end. And our booth was at the end of the food line. So every single person was coming up grabbing juice. I think we squeezed over a couple hundred pounds of oranges within the first hour and a half on that Citrus America juicer. It it was insane. And and again, I always like to watch people when they're like, "Mm, oh, that's good. 
Oh yeah. Oh, mm. that's good. That was great. I love watching people's reactions all the time. And, and that was the fun thing about it. So it was a jam packed day. Uh, a lot of people coming by asking about the farm tour. A lot of people asking about what the lights and the cameras were for. And I can tell you one of the fun things I got to do uh, it was t- talk to people uh, about the podcast and how Golden Star uh, interacts, how and why I love citrus so much, right? My family's been in the citrus industry since the 70s. And, and it just, it's a passion for produce. I, I told someone, man, I'm living my best produce life. And that's what it's about, everyone. You know, good people, good food, good fun. Like I said, we're doing live interviews. Uh, we're, we're testing product all day and we're having fun, everyone. Uh, food is an emotional experience. And having fun with your food is the way to do it. So overall, uh, best-in-class service, uh, promote your products, and have a good time. I keep saying it over and over again because that's what I believe is key. And if you consistently do that while not being complacent, then you will will succeed. And again, you're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes, and that's what it's about. Uh, let's get those out of the way. Sweep those uh, into the dustpan. Put them in the garbage. Uh, learn from those mistakes and, and move forward. So uh, overall, let's get into some of these interviews right after we hear from our sponsors. JGLC, the place to be, a third-generation, family-owned and operated asset-based company. Throughout their 60 years in business, integrity, reliability, and loyalty to their customers has remained their top priority. JGLC guarantees 24-7 communication with your personal logistics coordinator. They offer competitive pricing without sacrificing services. They operate throughout the United States and Canada. JGLC's customers count on them for dependability and dedication carried out on every order, every time. 60 years of service for all your trucking needs. Visit them at JGLC.com for your custom quote. Discover orchard freshness on Amazon Fresh with Arctic Apple Slices. Arctic Apple stays orchard fresh longer than other prepackaged, pre-sliced apples. This means less waste and no more half-eaten apples. Plus, you'll love the undeniable freshly picked flavor. Arctic Apple Slices are available in convenient grab-and-go bags in both Arctic Golden or Arctic Granny varieties in select markets on Amazon Fresh. Packable, snackable, 100% irresistible. Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is unique, practical, and easy. AgTools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry, from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360-degree decision-making day after day. Visit us at www.agtechtools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. It's always great to hear from Dynamite sponsors creating Dynamite content for the produce and supply chain industry. Now, today we talked all about West Coast Produce Expo 2023. That's right, 10 years we were celebrating. And now we're getting into the trade show day floor with some of the 
guests that we had come by the booth. So we tried some Melissa's popcorn that they have coming out. We also had Ag Tools, Julie's, Mother Raw, Sakura brand, that's right, Green Onions with Rainfield Ranches. And then we also had Homegrown Organic Farm. So we had a few guests on here, some new guests and overall fun. So let's go ahead and check out what the industry has to say. Hey, produce people, we're here live at the West Coast Produce Expo in Palm Desert. We're here with Martha Montoya of Ag Tools. Now, today I got to watch her speak. She's a sponsor of ours, and she is here for all things about the industry. Am I right? 100% the industry to, to see we open our eyes to the fact that uh, the phenological phases do impact not only our sales, your quality, but also the food safety. Yeah, for sure. And as I always talk about, data and analytics is a must. We need to train, I would say, the up-and-coming generation how to use it why to use it, and to bring the supply chain to a more, I would say, all-around all wholesome view. Because yeah. I think that a lot of times we're leaving out parts of the supply chain by not investing in data and analytics. Well, it's and it's not only a, an issue from the buyer side, it's all the way from the whole supply chain, but even the farmers. I was just in uh, Honduras and Guatemala, and the farmers, in, even they don't see data, haven't seen data as a tool, and now they're starting to understand that they can keep just shipping without knowing what's going on in the world. Well, there's a lot of things that it can do. Uh, efficiency, it can look at how you view your crop. Mm -hmm. um, as I say, I'm a huge data and analytics fan, so I'm always looking into things. I'm checking multiple sources all the time, right? I'm looking at how I can better utilize it for my business, how to talk to customers, how to bring a conversation to the table. To the table, yeah, because at the end of the day, you see what we produce on the farms and the yields that we create are com completely completely directly proportional to anything happening in the market. Mm. We might have a bumper cup somewhere in Argentina and it's going to impact us here or in Guatemala and it's going to impact us here. So we have to keep an eye because those bumper crops don't happen overnight. No, they don't. There is a trend. The data shows us trends. So when people ask me, I want to see the future. Look, you just have to see like Steve Jobs used to see. See the mirror, the back mirror, because it's telling you the story. Ah, see, Steve Jobs used to say that because sense. people say that. Makes, makes a lot of sense. And when we look at this, we have to, when we talk about that holistic view of the supply chain, what do you think is the most important message to get out there to the industry today? Today, and we're starting this journey, is markets, well, climate change is happening, period. Period. And then you have to start understanding the microclimates within their sub-regions, because it used to be a whole Salinas Valley. Well, guess what? It's changing. Or it used to be just a Yuma region. It's changing. So microclimates are going to start changing and that's going to impact uh, what they call a microcosmos is going to impact the whole cosmos so keep an eye on the data because our weather patterns were created around row crops not specialty crops mm. and that's a completely different thing uh, how many cold days for lettuce they don't, I don't know. Yeah, See? but the point is that but in yeah. corn, but in corn or for, for citrus, you need X amount of days of cover. In the raw crops, you didn't need that. So the uh, whole weather world sense. is not being created for us. It was created for raw crops. So keep an eye on that. When buyers call and say, what's the weather down there? For who? For the broccoli or for the strawberry in Plant City? Two different worlds. Two different worlds, two different people. Even though the same produce industry, totally different mindsets. So. Mm -hmm. Always be on top of your game, look for data, look for analytics, look for a way to innovate your business, really. And, and that's going to be key. And then a lot more things will happen when you do that. So you're about to head out of here. I, you, you brought a uh, small drink with you. I, I have my water, but I also brought some chips and some dip. So there's no way to close out a little... Uh, 
with guacamole and with some little uh, lime. Some, uh, with some little tequila. Could, could have some tequila in there. <laughs> and uh, it's always best when Salud. you get it fresh. Hey, produce people, we're live at the West Coast Produce Expo in Palm Desert, California. Now, I have Julie's dates with me. I've got Amanda here. And, you know, we met about, geez, probably over two years ago. And now, Dan, the produce man, was with me, everyone, and the audio messed up. We did not get to do the interview like yeah. we planned, so welcome back. Thank you. So so grateful to be here. Now, we're at, we're at, we're at my booth now. Yeah, we were, I love it. We were at the Julie's booth before. We the have dating some, booth. The, oh, that's right. It was the dating <laughs> I told everybody I was unavailable. That's just, <laughs> I, that's just what it is. Unavailable, everyone. But now we've got some Julie's dates. A lot more products than I saw before. This is the one I remember, This the small box you guys had out. Yep. I mean, talk to me. What do we got going on here? So since we've launched, we wanted to add more. Uh, we want to change the dating game, so to speak. So we have our, of course, dates, whole dates, pitted dates, dates, ugly dates. But we wanted to add more value to this category. So we took a chopped date and we covered it in chocolate and made it super delicious, snackable, approachable. And then inside the Juliette is a, uh, a chopped wow. date. And so we have date toppers as well, which um, we say the top abilities are endless. You put them on your salads, your ice creams. Um, ah, I like that. Yeah. The top abilities are endless. Well, we've got one here. This one is, I, come on. She, she brought the blood <laughs> yeah. orange ones. Like she knew it because we're here at the Golden Star Citrus booth. Uh, let's, let's, let's pop it open. Let's do this. I gotta, and I always do a smell test, everyone. You know, okay. Because if you had smell-o-vision, you want them to know, right? Like, you're, you know. Does uh, it make the cut? It smells like dark chocolate. Uh, would you go on a second date? Actually, let's taste it first. Would I go on a second date? How dare you ask me that? That depends. <laughs> Okay, how do we feel? What are we sensing? Not too much dark chocolate, which is good because <laughs> I'm not a dark chocolate fan. Okay. But not like you're eating a date. So it actually tastes, if, if you were to give this to me and tell me it was a date, mm -hmm. and say you're eating a date right now, yep. no, wouldn't know. No, no, no. <laughs> so if you're asking would I come back, yeah. There we go. Crap. There we go. Because <laughs> I, I wouldn't know, but yeah. So I'd cut. Look, we're just trying to get more people to eat dates, and if we can convert them with chocolate, then there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I ate another one. Well, as Dan the produce produce man says, it's always best when you get it fresh. <laughs> Hey, produce people, welcome back to the West Coast Produce Expo here in Palm Desert, California. We're at booth 908, the Golden Star Citrus booth. I have Brent Lund of Mother Raw. And Brent, I always see you at the shows. I'm always stopping by. You always have invited me to try the product. I've invited you on the show many times, and we just haven't been able to make it work. But we're here now. We're here. And what'd you bring for us? I mean, what's been happening in your world? Yeah, things are fantastic. Uh, we launched, long story very short, we launched this brand four years ago, as you well know. I do. Uh, into 330 stores. We're now in about 8,000. Um, and really, it all comes back to, we believe, what our success is really all about is the fact that uh, it's, it's in our slogan, put good on good. We designed this to be just as healthy as the vegetables it goes on top of. Put good on good. So this is the Mother Raw balsamic vinaigrette and marinade so and and plant-based it says you've got what else do you have here yeah these are a couple of our best-selling dressings and a queso absolutely awesome nacho queso it's nacho queso it's mine 
Okay, everyone. <laughs> A little dad joke there, right? Try to throw that in there. We'll, we'll let you keep that one. <laughs> so it is, uh, here's what sets us apart. It's organic, it's plant-based, it's absolutely delicious, and it's affordable. Uh, we've worked very hard to check all those boxes. So give me a couple of stores that I can find these in. I'm in, uh, listen, I'm in Tampa, so yep. where could I find some of these products? Are you in the South? Have you heard these? of a little place called Publix? Oh my gosh. So The uh, mother load, the motherland of shopping. One of our newer customers, all of their stores, uh, Sprouts, Whole Foods, uh, things are going very well for us in the Southeast, uh, Winn-Dixie. Okay. So there's a lot of places, like I said, 8,000 stores. Yeah, we're just He's over 8,000 stores He's not going to name all 8,000 today. It's totally fine. We got a checklist out and back, but I can do it in 25 seconds. 25 seconds or less, all 8,000. <laughs> all right. Are you ready on your mark? No. That was a bluff. Uh, listen, Mother Raw, really cool product. I love the design. I love the colors. Right. Good to have you, man, and looking forward to seeing you around the show. Patrick, it's great to be here. Thank you very much. You got it. Hey, produce people. So we are live at the West Coast Produce Expo. We're talking all things fresh fruits and vegetables. Now, a lot of times when I'm on the show, I talk a lot of things fruits because why? It's always pretty. It's always really colorful and it stands out. And now today I'm finally doing something that I need to do all the time is bring vegetables to the table, which we have. We have Richard Cho here and we have Rainfield Ranches out of Los Angeles, California, right? Yeah. Uh, outside of Vernon, if you know the area. Uh, Richard, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having us. Listen, we're talking green onions here today. And like I said, a lot of times when you go into the store, we see the pretty things, right? Yeah. We see the beautiful people, right? The, the, the red peppers, the Hawaiian peppers, right? All the strawberries. Um, but this is a key item in a lot of meals throughout, I say, the world, right? It is. It's, a, it's in every store. I mean, you just don't see it as often. No, you don't. So talk to me uh, about the company, what you guys do, where you guys bring the product in from. So this company is opened about 10 years ago. Okay. Um, most of our product comes from Mexico. Gotcha. Um, we bring it in, ship out of Los Angeles. I would say it probably hits almost every major city in the United States. Um, we do a lot of onions and we do it pretty well. So it's it's something that um, we put a lot of pride and energy in. It's it, it's not an item that you see or think about every day, but it's no, something it's true. that we we're one of the biggest when it comes to this, so we take pride in what we do. But I'll tell you what, I mean, listen, we order a lot of the HelloFresh meals, mm. right? A lot of HelloFresh. That's how we cook. My son is 11. Okay. He wants to be a chef when he grows up. Okay. He knows green onions. He knows to cut the greens. He knows to cut the whites. He knows when to throw them in. And he knows all about them, right? But in the traditional sense, uh, probably an 11-year-old wouldn't get that unless they were really into cooking. And I'll tell you, green onions are used in so many recipes, like we said, throughout America, throughout, like I said, throughout the globe even. And these things can make a lot of good meals taste so much tastier, right? right? right. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. So listen. What else can we expect? If we're thinking green onions, we're thinking, I had no idea that green onions come from Mexico. Is that a majority of the crop? Do, are they well, grown it's here? Really, I mean, it's really labor intensive, so um, it's moved down. It, it used to be grown in California, in Oxnard. Okay. And now it's, it happens in Mexico. It's labor intensive. There's a lot of things that go into packing out a green onion. I mean, you have to peel it, clip it, wash it, bunch it. So, I mean, a lot of it's grown in Mexico now. I mean, I'd say majority of it. Majority of it is. Yeah. And then coming over and then right. redistributed. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, everyone, we got Rainfield Ranches, we got Green Onions, and we're talking all things fresh. So, we'll see you in the fields and on the horizon.
Hey, produce people, welcome back to the West Coast Produce Expo. We're here at booth 908 at the Golden Star Citrus booth. Now, I got Jonah Reardon from Homegrown Organic Farms, and uh, I've known Jonah for a while, so Jonah, welcome, man. Hey, thanks for having me, Pat. Very excited to be here. Dude, last time I think we, we were together was another trade show, but before that, winded back a few years, we were probably on the golf course together. Yeah, golf, Kings River, Dinuba, right? Yeah. <laughs> Having a great time. We've had uh, a lot of adventures. Jonah, we've known each other for almost a decade, man. I mean, geez, back to the early days of even me at Laboo's and, yeah. and then moving into my own company. I mean, I've known you for a while, and it's always great to see people that I know, man. And I love seeing people grow. So talk to me, man. What do you have going on now? Yeah, great seeing you again, Pat. We, we uh, homegrown organic fruit. We have our fresh apricots this season, just started up last week. We've still got some citrus, our lemons, and these delicious gold nuggets. Oh. And our blueberries that we just started up. So. All organically grown. Fun fact, the orange juice that we have, we have gold nuggets in the orange oh. juice. Yeah, we oh. you know, a little flavor. A little, little treasure into nice. it, you know what I mean? Nice. So we added that, and obviously you got, I mean, I always talk about the gold nuggets. I'm tangerine juice as a whole, man. It yeah. sets the orange juice on on fire for sure, everyone. But what are these? What about these? Uh, what are these organic apricots? Do we try these? No, absolutely. Should we? Oh yeah, I absolutely. think we should, huh? Apologize, they usually don't have the PLUs in here. I had to pack these myself at the That's packing all right. house. Here's one so. for you. So I got to take yep. one. So don't eat the PLU. Yeah, don't eat the PLU. Eat the PLU. And they won't have those usually, just on the bowl. <laughs> again, I'm not an expert at packing fruits. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah, Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. I don't do this. All right, let's test one of these, man. Oh, wow. Delicious. Mm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's, all, it's always best when you get a fresh, am I right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Next week, we're going to start packing some uh, peaches and nectarines mm. as well to go along with them. This is amazing. Mm. Well, everyone, Jonah Reardon, Homegrown Organic Farms. We'll see you in the fields and on the horizon. Take care. Hey, produce people. So we're here at the West Coast Produce Expo. We're live here at the Golden Star Citrus Booth number 908 in the foyer area. Now, I've got Ross, the produce boss, and Mike Chavez here. What's up, guys? Hey, hey. Dad's a produce live again. Dad's a produce. Here we are. What do you okay. think? I love it. We're out in the nice. desert. We're having a blast. I'm ready for some of this popcorn. It's, well, a, it's a little hot, but we're here. Well, that's why we're having this popcorn, because I think some of this popcorn is hot. Might be a little hot. <laughs> Am I right? It's going to be hot. It's going to be a little hot, but I'm going to let Ross give the backstory of this because we visited Melissa's. We did. This week. We and did. this is what we came out with. Yep. So this is their new line of popcorn, flavored popcorn. So we've got the jalapeno lime, we've got sweet habanero, and ghost pepper popcorn. So Ooh. brand new, just hitting the market. Um, excited to try these for the first time and see how they all are. What do you think, so, Mike? We're going to start, we're going to start left to right. That, that's no, no, we'll go right to left. We'll go. We'll, that was the mystery. I was right? worried about which no. way are we go. Like hottest. I'm going yes. middle. Don't right. forget you guys. But Mike, what do you think, man? When you think of traditional popcorn, though, man, like I go for the kettle corn. Right? I go for like a kettle corn. Right? Kettle corn. You know, I really like just extra movie butter, of course. <laughs> so we're gonna spice it up today. Let's see how serious this gets down here. We're going this. to. And this is the first one, right? The ghost pepper. The ghost pepper by Melissa's. Uh, okay. What do you have? You eaten a ghost pepper in real life like a regular ghost pepper not not straight you never that? absolutely okay. not all right so let's do it let's go ahead and grab some here all right i'm going in guys he's going i'm going all right ross 
I mean, there's do, only one way to eat Are we popcorn. doing like one yeah. one piece or are we going handful? Uh, Patrick's going, going all in. in. Going all in, man. You can taste it right off the bat. Oh, that's spicy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Water, 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 water. <laughs> Okay. This is not your everyday. Maybe, not, maybe, 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 maybe handful wasn't the right idea. It's not your bad. everyday movie-loving popcorn, everyone. Holy okay. smokes. All right. <laughs> it's just a little hot at the front end. <laughs> a little burn? A little burn. A little burn doesn't hurt. I think I'm okay, though. It stings the so, nostrils. <laughs> so do you think your kids would enjoy that? No. <laughs> I think I think Charlotte would like it. Penelope would not have it, man. She, it she's says, not into it. As soon as Ty would see super hot, there's a super hot label right on this. As soon as he would see the super hot, he'd be like, Dad. Dad. <laughs> so, so maybe we should go. Maybe, with, the, maybe with ice cream. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe the they next one. Me. We're now going the sweet with heat. I, Ross set this up to go hot to lowest, man. I did. He did. did I, I did. So this is the sweet habanero kettle corn. Let's do it, guys. Let's get into it. Going in. This is all new, so let's go here. Okay. Crunchier. Oh, oh yeah. Sweet. I like that. It's a sweet kettle corn. Yeah. I missed again. I mean, more popcorn around us on the floor than the in citrus. our mouths. I like it a lot more I than like the it. ghost pepper. He's <laughs> like, I like it a lot. I like it a you lot. You get that kettle corn. Oh, I like it. That sweetness is good with that spice. It. No, I love the kettle corn. Balances it. That Okay. So, yes, we're going to rate these afterwards on every day versus can our kids eat them or can we? So, that, this one. That was, that was this good. This one's hot. Hot in. So All right, now, what's now this one? Now we're moving to a medium jalapeno lime. They're all hot, man. I'm looking forward to the jalapeno lime. I think this one's going to be phenomenal. All right, let's do let's it. Let's go in. All right, I'll go in first. A little jalapeno lime. Switch in there, Mike. Different color. <laughs> I mean, this would be perfect for uh, St. Patty's Day. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, to fool the kids. What's that flavor? Oh my gosh! It's lime. Yeah, but it tastes exactly like something else. Jalapeno. But this this isn't the, this isn't the kettle, so you don't get no, that. It's no, it's not. It's not. You don't get that sweet flavor yeah. to it. It's good though. Real smoky. Oh, it's good. It's All right. good. Let's do this. What was your favorite? What was your favorite? I knew it. I'm going with the same. I'm going with that's, the same. That's, yeah. I'm going with the same, everyone. So, the, the, it's the difference of the kettle corn. It I is. Think, I think if these, I think if this, these had some kettle corn, it, it put a whole different perspective on it. Hundred percent. This is the kettle corn that doesn't. I agree, and even the texture is a little different. I don't know. It's just a good yeah. bite, you know. Good flavor, I, good bite. I think with over 1,500 products that Melissa's has, this is an amazing product. And as we say, it's always best when you get it fresh, but there's always room for some pop. Oh, man, what a bunch of great interviews from produce people. Heck, trying the Melissa's popcorn was a fun one. We've got all these videos, these live video interviews up on LinkedIn. You can find them on Patrick Kelly. I haven't posted any to the Produce Industry podcast page yet. Uh, Just posting all on my page. I want to thank everybody who came out to the West Coast Produce Expo. Also, just thank everybody for stopping by the booth, having some fresh orange juice. And as I say, we'll see you in the fields and on the horizon, everyone.